0: All right, so we're recording. It is June 14th today. Is it June 14th today? Is it? It's June 15th. It's Saturday, June 15th. 138 Central Standard Time in Big Spring, TX, man, and that is in West Texas. Wow. So we took a we took a road trip. Um this is one of the first road trips I take in a while with the crew. Yeah, because you've been
1: flying a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Typically, typically it's flying, but um, some friends of ours out here in Big Spring had, had a really cool youth conference. And, uh, well, it was their first youth conference, which, I mean, Brand new. we've all been part of youth conferences. And I've been a part of throwing or having, like, a first youth conference. And so, uh, yeah, you also, man, right? And so, this is actually pretty good for it being a, the first youth conference, you know? Yeah, it was. A lot of presence and strong culture, which, talks, which speaks about, like, the, the church being healthy. Yeah. So, anyway, so we drove up here. It was supposed to be a four-and-a-half-hour drive. <laughs> Turned into almost like a, what, six-and-a-half-hour drive? Really? Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, yeah, bro. It's crazy.
2: No, he just kept saying
0: we're almost
3: there. It was good.
0: Yo, so so let's let's just sound off. Who's here? So big shout out to this to our guy Oscar. Hello, at us Oscar.
4: Hello, thank you.
0: <laughs> so look, shout out to Oscar because he came through. We were gonna get a rental to come, so we wouldn't have to like use anyone's car. Mm-hmm. The rental company blew it. Cost us like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Wow,
1: we've Whoa. just put them on blast.
0: Shots yeah. have been fired. Chik, chik. <laughs> click, click. Bang, bang. Enterprise. <laughs> wow. This podcast is brought to you by Hertz <laughs> Car, <Metacard>, not Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but like, so anyway, Oscar like just, Oscar oh, came oh, through clutch, geez. man. Yeah. Came, came through clutch, so you drove us, man. Thank you, bro. Of course. Appreciate you, man. God. And then Yair Tenorio. What's up? Happen- Come on, man! Tall, dark, and handsome. Mm. Huh? Chocolate Mexican. Oof, Ooh, come on, chocolate, <laughs> chocolate. Mm. Leisha's husband. Mm. Mm. come on now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was keeping hope alive in the truck the whole yep. time, yeah. bro. Yeah. Every, every fifteen ten minutes. minutes, ten minutes, every yeah. ten minutes, every ten almost minutes. there, almost there, <laughs> almost there. <laughs> almost there. Yeah. 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 And then we had the the truck theologian, mm. <laughs> right? The the, 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 tr- the truck philosopher, Doctor Philip Lopez. Ooh, <laughs> Doctor Philip. Dr. 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 <laughs> okay, <laughs> Doctor Philip. <Dr>. Phil. <laughs> hey, <laughs>
1: love it. Man, you need that doctor title on you, bro. Mm. Bro. Good.
0: And then good. celebrating the Toronto victory, NBA Finals know. in the first time in the, the six.
1: The six. Hey, Mister Andrew. Funk. Roll it. Do the, see, with my woes. Except, it's with the bros.
0: The with my bros. Hey, what, my is, what are the woes? Do you guys remember that song by Drake? What was he huh? talking about, the woes? Like, people said it was like working on excellence. What no, are the woes? I have no idea. Is it something derogatory? I'm not a Drake guy. I'm not a Drake guy either. Mm. I don't know. Good question. We should find that out. We should Google it, man. What are the woes? What are the woes? Well I'll tell you what, it's not a woe being sad in Toronto. They just want it. Shout out Kawaii. Kauai. And the whole crew, man. So anyway, yeah, so tonight was a good night. Yeah. Tonight was a good night. God moved. Kids were touched. Mm-hmm. People gave their lives to Jesus. It was Jesus was preached, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in there. Jesus was preached,
4: man. It was good, bro. It was good. So, I think it's amazing. I thought it was amazing. I was telling the the youth pastor, his name, I'm sorry, Mateo. 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 Shout out Mateo Escanuelas. Yeah. yeah. I just told him it's just amazing to see at eleven o'clock at night, all of these all these students out there playing, playing, and just being kids. You know, like I mean, that's in how India. it's supposed to be. You know, it's Community. just yeah. Yeah. You're growing up too fast. That's what it is. So. Dude, it's crazy, right? Because, like, I thought I grew up really fast,
0: bro. Mm. But if I had social media when I was, like, growing up and when I, like, access to all this stuff, dude, mm-hmm. I think my life would have been hopeless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Seriously. That's crazy, man. Wow. So, yeah, so at the end of the night, we came back to the hotel. And we just started wandering around the hotel in white robes. (laughs) Can you see us? We just got—we all just got baptized. (laughs) 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 We all just got baptized. (laughs) Crazy, bro. Crazy.
1: It does stand for working on excellence, by the way. Does it really? Yeah. You Googled it? I
0: Googled it. Come on, Drake. Mm. Shout out. Mm. Shout out. All right. Well, then let's talk about that. Let's just like let's 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 have some grown man talk, right? So like we're in here with some like some young lions, some grown ups, right? Let's talk about excellence. Why why does why does why does the younger generation? That's that's an old man statement, right? Like yeah. the younger generation. <laughs> you I guess I'm the old man, yes. bro. Right? But Gosh. like, why, why is the why is the thought of excellence like so distant, right? Because like I feel like. I feel like excellence is missing in so many things, right? Like, excellence in your... Just, like, personal excellence, right? Like, I want to do my very best versus I just feel like you should give me the very best because I, I just showed up. You know what I mean? Like, so, right. like, personal, personal ethics, um, personal, I guess, you know, like, personal disciplines, um, emotional, relational excellence, right? Like, I remember when you used to have to, like, impress a girl before she gave you attention, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Now and Now, like, it's like these guys have set the bar so low that girls are convinced yeah right that they have to give they have to give up all the currency you know like to get a guy to like them or whatever so like it's so weird to me bro like um professional excellence you know like it's people have set the bar so low that like employers are like actually looking for people like to promote people because they showed up on time like you know what I'm saying like so this is like an old man rant I know but like Back in the day, dude, like, I wanted to show up to work on time because I didn't want to lose my job.
4: Exactly.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so I mean, like, like for real, though, like, why, why do you think there's been like such a lapse and such a drop in just excellence of life, dude?
2: I feel like somewhere in there it's because of entitlement. I feel like that's kind of either the root of it or a big part of it, especially as like Westernized society, because you feel, oh, I'm supposed to get a job, like, I'm supposed to go to college. Where's my scholarship? And you just kind of expect these things instead of having to actually work for them. Oh, I'm supposed to get a girlfriend and get a wife. Like, mm. it's kind of just like a order of life you follow now, as opposed to just like paving it out yourself.
0: Wow. Yeah. So you, you you think like do you think like people being six, like so like parents right so like do you think I'm I'm gonna ruin my daughter's lives by setting them up with too much?
2: Mm. I think that's where and. I can't speak because I have no kids, and I hope I can be a good father. But I feel it's it's a hard job to set a good balance of teaching them good ethics of like good work ethics and like you know working for what you want, but still giving them a, a better lifestyle than you had, you know, for the next generation. But
0: That's then you have guys time. like Warren Buffett, who who of the richest in the history of humanity, and all he did was pay for their education.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and said, I don't want to ruin my, sk- my kids' lives by giving them all of this money.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's got to know something, right?
3: Yeah, like,
2: yeah. How did they turn out? Do we follow them? Yeah.
3: I, I don't know. I, I, think, I think one of the reasons why like, the young, young generation, they're not like reaching out um, excellence, because I believe excellence requires renewing your mind, hmm. you know, and you have to reinvent yourself huh. every day you know because you have to reach something t- to be excellent you know what i mean so just the whole effort of okay i need to change my mindset to become better sometimes is not super attractive for the young not generation at all. it's you hard to work yeah yeah it's just like like what dr <clears throat> phil was saying, you know dr I mean? <laughs> 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 like okay like i'm i'm in my 20s so in this stage of my life that i need to get a girl or that I need to get married, like that is what the whole people it's it's, it's thinking, you know what I mean? But if you really want to reach excellence in every single area, I think you have to renew your mind. You know, you have to just like, okay, I know I can I can I can be better at this, but I know I still have more. But in order to give that I need to renew my mind. Like and reinvent yourself every single day, you know, like that is something that I have experienced on my on my on marriage, you know, like every day I'm like, okay, how can I be a better husband to my wife, you know what I mean? Right. And so I I, I I hit I hit a wall of things that I need to renew my mind mm. in
0: order to become better, you know. So That's a good statement. Yeah, like I remember years ago, man, I got a chance to um the church that I was serving at had Bishop T. D Jakes come. Or he he decided to come, right? Whatever. Um but I had a chance to have like a like a 4 or 5 minute conversation with him, mm. right? And so one of the questions I asked him was like Bishop like you're you're TD Jakes, right? Like how do you keep being TD Jakes? Mm. Right? I mean cuz like you're in his in his ecosystem and in and in this industry if you want to call it that, yeah, right? Um and even even in like just Secular industry, right? Book writing, and then like he's making movies and stuff. Anyways, so I said like, how do you keep being TD Jakes, bro? Because like you're like, I didn't call him bro, right? Was, like, bishop, 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 right? Like bowing down. Um, but I was like, how do you just how do you keep being TD Jakes? And he said this, bro, to, to go along the lines of what you said. He said, one of the things you have to do is you have to be comfortable dying a thousand deaths.
5: Oh. Hmm.
0: Right? You know, and every time you think you find life, you let it die again, wow. and then you let it die again. Wow. You know, and you're always reinventing. You're always like, you know what I'm saying? You're like consistently, yeah. Yeah. consistently changing. Yeah. Man, that's really, that's really interesting. Like, but So like, why the struggle though? Why the struggle to reinvent yourself? Do you think like we just get comfortable? Or do you think like yeah. we're lazy? Yeah, I believe you know, it. What do you think? I
1: think it's a lack of commitment. You know, and, and, and yeah. the reason why I say lack of commitment, right, is because you look at the day and age that we live in today, where you see social media, and let's be honest, you know, a lot of people front on social media, and you have kids or young adults who are trying to figure out their way, trying to figure out their path, and the next thing you know, they see people at the same age, you know, or maybe came from the same house mm. or came from the same like demographic, or maybe from the same struggle, you know, and how now they're living a good life or whatever the case is, right? They're traveling across the world, you know, they they found their wife or, you know, whatever yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. right? Just living a great life. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure like we all know people who right? like front on social media, right? Um, and Yeah, flexing on social media, right? And I think that's where a lot of people are like trying to figure out their way, right? But they don't know how to figure out their way, right? So they try to do something on their own, but next thing you know, right? Number one, I mean, it's harder than it seems right obviously number two um trials and tribulations just kind of come into that path you know or number three they're not really seeing the results that they want to see necessarily in the time frame that they want to right Right. or number four they get confused you know what do confused people do you know they don't do anything wow you just get stuck yeah you settle yeah no No pun intended (laughs) intended. (laughs) let the hotel settle that's what we're we're talking
0: about shut up hotel settles hey Dude, might as well, right? It's yeah. on the nose. Like, yeah. So that's a tragic thing, though, right? Like, when you settle. Because I see it, right? So, like, I get a chance to walk alongside, like, millennials, Gen Zers, you yeah. know, 17-year-olds, 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, 25-year-olds, and then even Gen Xers and stuff, like, in, 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 you know, like, at our church and all of that. And to me, one of the saddest things is when people decide to settle,
4: mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah. They just decide, in their mind... Um, and i think it's funny right because like the, the thought of like settling the word settling literally means just like when you think of like when when, when you shake up like um like a think think of like a, like a fish aquarium right and it's got like the rocks and stuff and you just put your hand in there and you like shake it and everything's like floating around that's unsettled but when everything settles it literally means no movement
5: right yeah. Yeah.
0: so when i settle it literally means i've decided i'm just not going to move I'm going to yeah. be sedentary. Well, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm just, yeah. just going to be stuck. Um, and <clears throat> it's crazy to me because so many people live lives that have been settled. There's a guy named Henry Thoreau. He was a great American author. And he made this statement that most men live lives of quiet desperation wow. and their songs will go unsung. Right? What a thought, right? Like where people would just sit back and they live lives of quiet desperation. And so quietly in the settlement there's these shrieks and these yells of desperation. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like I'm I i do not want this life and I don't want to live like this and I don't I I never saw this as my destiny or my purpose or my path, right? Yet yeah. they never do anything about it. Right? Well you know what? So why do you think why do you think we settle, Oscar? Like
4: so and what were you gonna say? <clears throat> the other day, I was, I was literally, I was just sitting there, and I was thinking to myself, "Where's the world?" Because we live, I think we've all called it the microwave uh, society. Yeah, yeah. we we want everything now, like, and we try to do that with God. Like, I want it now, you know. Like, I want this car now. I want this house now. Or I want this issue to go away now. And so I was thinking about it the other day, and it's like. I don't know if it was the Holy Spirit, to be honest with you, or if it's just my mind telling myself that. But you see women thriving, and I I think that God has. I even wrote it down. Like God has given more response is giving more responsibility to women because I think men are dropping the ball. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys think about that, but it just kind of hit me like a ton of bricks because, I mean, we're seeing fathers that are not in their kids lives we're seeing you know men that are just desperate to just find a way and it seems like we just kind of get away from that because it's too easy to just it's easier to just get away from it than be hurt i don't know if that makes any sense you guys all look confused. <laughs> <laughs> no, like
0: I mean, because you went like crazy deep really
4: quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like dang, bro. Like, oh, all right. oh gosh. Bro.
0: <laughs> all right. No, no, but but I mean that that's. I've been saying that. Okay, that's I've been saving that. For the
4: day that I was going to come out on Pastor Cruz's
0: podcast. no. <laughs> oh. Wow. Well, the day is here, bro. The day is here, bro. <laughs>
1: No, screw everything else. Uh, I'm I'm go go. I'm 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 I don't care what know.
0: we're talking about. I don't care what we're talking about. God is given, like, the right? Like, I even wrote it down. <laughs> I even wrote it down. I typed <laughs> <out. laughs>
2: <laughs> it out. Wait, is the mic on? The mic <laughs> been <laughs> been
0: waiting, I've been waiting for this moment. Hey, Cruz, turn the mic to me. like. Let me
4: send you the notes, guys. Hold on. Let me
0: pull my PowerPoint. I can't find a
4: PowerPoint. But I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what it is. Like, to be honest, when I was a kid growing up, I, yeah, I had my parents, obviously, like, but the only example that I had from them was watching their actions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't want to give that to my kids. And so, I I spoil my kids. Like, I really do. But I also teach them, like, you can't, you just can't, you got to take care of what you have. Yeah. And it always comes back to, hey, God has allowed me to have it so I can take care of you, but at the same time, you got to show them responsibility. You can't just, and so I think that's where kids are.
1: So do we live in a society that promotes more like running away from your responsibilities, or do we live in a society that promotes facing and dealing and finding solution with the problems that you're currently facing?
0: I, dude, honestly, I think that's, and that's a really good question. I think it's manics. I do, too. Yeah. And I think it comes back to what Phil was saying about entitlement. Mm-hmm. Right, where, yeah. like, let's talk about fathers, right? Or mm-hmm. just men, yeah. right? Just absentee men. First of all, what we're seeing today, Oscar, I think, is just a pattern of two generations ago where where the, the nuclear family... Mm-hmm was attacked in the 50s and the 60s where like this, this thought of like, again, and it's an entitlement of like if you, if you look at the 60s, the whole generation of free love, it's an entitlement of like, I can go do whatever I want with whomever I want with whatever context I want, right? And so all of these people like are led by their impulses. And so they just go have a bunch of, you know, relations and stuff. And now you have kids that are born outside of the nuclear model, mother, father, right mm-hmm. and because because the sentiment of the time is well this is free love and I don't have a responsibility to that that's just our love child like I mean like mm-hmm. terms like love child you know like really really emerged really strong in, in that age right and so that's where you start seeing this whole social acceptance um and the, and the <clears> decay <throat> of the moral fiber mm-hmm. of, of a family right mm-hmm. so now two three generations later um what we're seeing is a third, a third generation of, of men who are raised by single moms, right? Who now, it's not just that they don't want the responsibility, they have no idea, first of all, how yeah. to fulfill oh, the responsibility yeah. if they wanted to,
4: yeah.
0: right? Secondly, their whole norm, now because generationally this is a pattern and generationally this is the standard and the norm, mm-hmm. um, now it's not, it's not even like whether or not I want to, it's like I, don't, I didn't know Right. That's a responsibility. Yeah, right. yeah. I thought this was normal, bro. Like in his in in Hispanic um, statistics, the nuclear family doesn't exist in 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 American Hispanics, right? Like right. 60 percent of kids born to Hispanic women right now, ages nineteen and younger, are going are sixty maybe a little bit higher are going to be kids born to single mothers.
4: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So you think about like. And then you think about like our pregnancy rates, right? Like you're talking about, oh. I'm, like this is a whole rant, but like this is a whole generation who like their norm is, oh, like there's no such thing as a father, yeah. or like, or like my dad is the guy who like I go see every three weekends. Okay, that's normal, yeah. right? So a lot of times it's not even like, oh man, I don't want to, or I, I feel like I don't have to be there for my kids. It's oh, like no. I just don't know.
1: Well, yeah. Right?
0: yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like, yeah. and so. Um, but it began with entitlement. It began, it began with, well, I can do whatever I want. I can love whoever I want, right? And so like 10 years ago, it was crazy, bro. Like I remember, I remember having conversations when I was a, like a, a new youth pastor and like moms and their moms, right? So this is like a, a, like a 19-year-old mom. They have like a three-month-old baby. Like I remember the context and I remember the names of these individuals, mm-hmm. right? It was a 19-year-old mom her mom was like 38 Whoa. or something like that or 40 somewhere in there. Yeah. They'd leave the, the baby at like at home or with like a cousin or something and they'd go party together oh,
3: wow. Shush.
0: Like they were going to the club downtown together and they're like, nah, man like, I deserve to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's like right like so there is there is a, a sense of entitlement where it's like I can do whatever I want, however I want. Screw you, this is my this is my life, this is my decision. Right? And so I think it is like it is a sense of entitlement and it is a sense of not wanting like again, but it's still entitlement, but choosing to to completely ignore the fact of wait, hold on, like there's responsibilities. And the truth is like it's like I just don't want to do the responsibilities. You know what I mean? Um, but to me that's the trick, right? Like how how like so us, right? The three of us are married. Mm-hmm. At some point, these guys want to be married, right? I'm assuming.
1: Yes, I'd like to think so. <laughs> and so, if you're
0: watching the podcast, they're both single. Hashtag single. At ph- philos underscore iv at Mr. Fung. Come on, somebody. And they Thank both. God,
1: that's not on Instagram.
0: Hold on, it's Mr. Andrew Fung. Andrew Fung. <laughs> <laughs> right, Mr. Andrew Fung. My girl's calling Mr. Fung. Um, right, and That's they both make is. good money. Hello,
2: and just for the podcast listeners, both our faces were deep in our robes, <laughs> <laughs> as he's he <sang> saying. <laughs> very true.
0: Very very true. Very true. You know, but I mean, I think you know, for us, like, I, I love what you said earlier in the recording, right? Where it was like, early in the conversation, where it's like, man, I have to learn new ways to love my to love yeah. my wife. I have to learn new ways to be a good husband. That's I true. have to learn new ways. And people don't want to do that, man. It's that's that's hard work. And so excellence, having a good life, not believing in the microwave generation, right? It right. comes from hard work.
3: Yeah. I, yeah. I, I guess that's the bottom line. Like, yeah, just you're just right. hard work and, and and I mean like not everyone it's willing to go through the whole process of hard, hard work,
4: you know, what
0: I mean? yeah. It's hard work, yeah. Well
4: how so I think we're all men of excellence. So where do you think you get your actions from? Like, where where did you get that mindset from?
0: That's a good question, bro. Honestly, one. I remember being 18, 19 years old, and I, I, I get it from my I get it from my parents first of all, dude. I have memories of my of my mom who has a master's degree in education, but from Mexico, mm. right? Oh, um, so and and but but she moves here, and has marries my dad has no way of making a living my dad leaves business and they go into the ministry. And so now life is hard, like they they become church planners. But I remember, I have vivid memories of us going to pick up my mom in, in, we were living in central California at like grape packing plants, right? Onion picking plants, right? So here's this woman with a master's degree, who's educated, right? Who was making a, a, who had a good life when she was living in Mexico but now is here and is and is essentially doing whatever she can you know right. to to just make it to make it work so i i remember i remember scenes like that in my mind and then i just had this thing bro like i would just look at people's lives right or like you know when i was when i was when i had like little jobs and stuff and i'd just be like hmm that guy right there is my manager and he gets to do stuff differently than me. He doesn't have to like bust tables. I remember working at Bennigan's. I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember yeah. Bennigan's. Do you guys remember yeah, Bennigan's? Yeah, yeah. For real? <laughs> we passed by Bennigan's yeah. on the way here. What? Yeah,
2: there's one. Uh, they still going? They're they're going. On cool. There was a Bennigan's out here? Yeah. Stop. Not, not maybe not here, but down
0: the road. Bro, I haven't seen a Bennigan's yeah. like in fifteen wow. years, bro.
1: What's a Bennigan's? Wow. Yo, I ain't from here. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough.
0: Bro, yeah, fair, enough, fair enough. Benikin's is like was kind of like a bougie Applebee's yeah, yeah, or yeah. something, bro. It was like okay, okay. mad luxurious. Yeah. Mad bro, they had this this dessert called Death by Chocolate. Bro, it was like an <laughs> Oreo so it was like an Oreo and Twix like oh. crust.
3: Mm. Mm. And then
0: it was like cookies and cream. Mm. And then it was like covered in like like a chocolate shell, and then they'd put chocolate sauce on top so of just it.
2: Instant diabetes
0: basically. Instant oh, diabetes. Wow. One hundred percent, bro. Yeah, dude. Bennigan's was wow. the business, but I remember like, like thinking like, okay, hold on, I'm bussing tables. I don't want to bus tables. How do I become a server? Because they don't have to bus tables and they get tips. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk to like the guy in charge. How do I get that job? Cause I don't want this job anymore, and mm-hmm. I just always came, kind of been like that, right? Like, yeah. and even even when I finished college and like wasn't working in Corporate America and stuff like that, it was like, okay, hold on, I'm doing this, but you don't have to do it. Like, I'm scheduled on Saturdays, but Why that I mean? guy doesn't have to work Saturdays. I don't want to work Saturdays anymore. How do I get his job? You know, yeah. um, so I just always ask questions. You know, I, at the time I didn't know it was excellent. <coughs> I was just right, trying right. to like level up.
1: Yeah. You know. I think for me it was the it was the day that I realized that I didn't have to do it alone. Hmm. Okay. I didn't have to figure everything out on my own.
0: Okay, Mr. Andrew Fong.
1: Oh, you, no, come on. Really. <laughs> no, but really like like think about it like how many people do we know that feel stuck because they feel like they're in, they're in it by themselves. You know? And, and it's tragic, you know, but uh, for me, like it's it's kind That's of the same cool. thing with him, you know. It's just it's mentorship. You know, when I when I realized that there were people who had things that I wanted, whether it was lifestyle, whether it was something spiritual, whether it was, you know, financial or e- personal, whatever it was, or relational, like, all I had to do was ask, ask right? Yeah. And pretty much just kind of emulate and do what they do, you know, yeah. and, and do their processes, yeah. you know? That for me, it made, it made my life so much more simpler. Yeah, you know? yeah. I so, agree with that. I think
3: it's power in the question. Like, whenever you question something, whenever you ask something, it will question something. Right. You know, like, like what Cruz was saying, like, okay, why I'm doing this and why he's doing that, you know? Like, and, and it, it will give you a perspective where you need to, like,
0: switch or change or grow. That's good. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? So, That's good. Yeah. That's a good statement, right? Like, yeah. whenever, you have a, whenever you ask a question, you question something. Ooh. Hello mm. I don't know if that's because it's like 2.15 in the morning is, right now man. It is Or if it's just is really it deep It's probably
4: it's,
2: it's a late. little bit of both I love this But it's, it's late
0: too. Yo
2: I think for me it was a mix of Like the biological side for my parents I mean I got blessed with really two good parents I wish to be like half the dad my dad At least half the man my dad was for me To my kids if I have any And they They kind of instilled the foundation in me, like good working, you know, don't slack it, you know, be yeah. respectful, the, yeah. they instilled in values. And I think once I got planted in the church, specifically oh. abundant, that word started feeding my spiritual side and instilling values in there. Kind of like what Jared says, what, what did he say? Don't be unsatisfied, but not content or something like that. Mm, okay, you yeah, know? I'm content, but not satisfied. There you go, that one, you know, yeah. and, and it started, cause going back to being settling or settling mm-hmm. again, I I feel in my life I did settle I mean I was prepared to work a a job where I was at making a fifth of what I was now being content with it planning to live in a tiny home for the rest of my life and thinking I was going to be happy with that you know what I mean and I was I at the time I thought oh you know I can do this but then you know with more word coming into me you know specifically saying don't settle because God doesn't give you gifts, he's not the God of settling, he's the God of more, yeah. he gives you good gifts, etc. And It just started changing my whole mindset. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I need to reach out more. I think I am settling, so what's next? What can I do? Yeah. And that's when doors just started opening and because uh-huh. I was knocking on them. Yeah. yeah. But well, I- you were
0: knocking so. on, I'm knocking on them and you were walking through them too. Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I remember even talking to you just, even when I got this job, I was like, I don't know if I should do it. <laughs> like, cause it just, and it was I, feel, I, I feel
0: like I remember being like Phil. You better take that job, bro. <laughs> like Phil, just take the job. It's a good job, Phil. Do it. And no, then look I for think. another job if you don't like the job, bro. Yeah, but this yeah. is a good job, bro. Yeah, I remember.
3: And, and I think there's times that, like, like probably for the people that they're listening, you know, and, and probably they're in the stage of settle, you know, like, mm-hmm. like I, I think there's times you have to. Probably this is not the right words to say, like, but you have to stop, you know. In order to keep moving forward you know because you can keep moving with no direction that's right yeah so so you have to not necessarily settle but you have to stop that's good and if if it like i think it's a different when you settle and when you stop but you're full of hope Mm. you know what i mean because if you're still full of hope that means that like what you were preaching today like you're seeing a place that probably you're not there yeah. probably you don't have it or probably you're not like yeah. experiencing yet but you you're, you're settling or you're settled in a place of hope and then you can move forward you know what I yeah. mean? like because imagine if we just like yeah you can't settle you can't settle like you can't you, you once again you get to an, in the in the rhythm of like it's just a cycle of movie 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 right. movie, movie 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 there's movie. no productivity yes yeah. and sometimes you there's no fruit stop. yes no fruit Like, like it's, it's, it's even on, on, on the, on the nature, you know, like my, all my family, my, my, my parents' family, they're, they're farmers. They own like pineapple fields in Mexico, you know, and, and one time this, this guy was saying, was telling me like, hey, sometimes we need to let a whole year, the, the, the ground just to chill. Yeah. Just to settle. So it can produce better fruit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if we keep running and running, maybe
0: there's running. a difference between settling and resting. Yes, yes. yes. That's that was yes. what.
3: Yes, yes. Yeah. Because when yeah. you rest, it means that you're you're trusting something.
0: Because you're still accomplishing. Yes. And there's still purpose and intention behind right. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Versus this passivity of and disengagement yes. of
3: settlement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Accepting what your reality is now just, yeah. oh, this is it I'm hmm. cool with it yeah wow it always surprised me and I don't know but I, it, that's some people's dreams but I remember growing up I was in high school and I, I'd have friends older than me and be like well what do you want to do with your life and be like I just want to settle down have family get a job that's it And I'm, and to me you know with having dreams of you know at the time I was pursuing music really heavily and all these things and I'm like that's it bro like I mean that's like a one fifth of what I want to accomplish, you know, at the at the least, or right. so it just astounds me how how low people set their bars, you know, and that's yeah. cool uh, yeah, yeah. to have those goals and ambitions, but for that to be your entire life's mission, like just want to have a wife and a few kids, it, I personally just kind of wrap my head around it.
0: Yeah, I think there's I think there's a difference between um, saying I'm going to play it safe right yeah. and I'm just and I'm just gonna be like well you know I think I'm just I think this is just all I'm gonna do like what, what it sounds like right versus like if that's if that's the breadth or the fullness of your perspective then max it out right but I think that people who who push their perspectives right like I mean if you grew up around people that that was their, their perspective chances are that perspective tried to creep up on you mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. but then you got around different perspectives right whether it was on purpose or accident you know what i'm saying yeah. either way your perspective gets jacked up and then you have to deal with what you know right yeah. and so there's a difference between this is all i know and i'm going to do the most with this is all i know versus this is all i knew but i know there's more but i'm only going to do what i what what i knew yeah yeah right now, now in that now there it becomes a waste of your life
1: You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah,
0: it becomes a waste. It becomes a a waste of your life. So how do
1: people break out of those barriers?
0: I don't know, man. I think we're going to have to record another podcast. Stay tuned. And talk about living lives unsettled. Mm -hmm. I like that. We have have like a 17-hour drive home tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) It really is a four and a half hour drive, people. But uh, in Jesus' name, it's not 17 hours. This is a good conversation, huh? That was good. I'm glad we decided to push record tonight. You guys settle. are incredible. This is cool. don't, settle. Mm. Yeah, don't settle, for real. Don't settle. But do go to the hotel. Settles.
1: Hey. Yes. Great <laughs> hotel. Bought. Great customer service. Awesome
0: yeah. customer service. Ask for yeah. Justin. Yeah. Big
1: Spring, Texas. Mm-hmm. Big Spring, Texas. Let's go.
5: Mm awesome some 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 some